Hey, welcome back to Dating Funnies. Kind of, sort of, maybe. I don't know. It's hard to tell anymore. I don't know if they're dating funnies or they're just dating my life. And it seems to be ongoing. Every time I turn around. It's kind of like being, what's that, Groundhog Day. Every day I wake up, it's the same, same stuff. Same crazy people. You know, I guess my vibration level is at a point where... <laughs> I guess I'm supposed to accept crazy all the time. I don't know. Anyway, how is everyone doing this week? I'm never sure anymore. Such uh, interesting dynamics I keep running into in this quest to find someone, meet someone, date someone. I hope you guys are having much better luck than I am. Yeah, it's kind of crazy over a month ago some of the things that happened, which I have to laugh about because, oh my gosh, that uh, few things that uh, came about after I quit seeing this one lady. But since then, moving forward, I was all, was on OkCupid okay and Plenty of Fish. I got off all the other stuff. But I did meet a lady uh, from OkCupid. Okay and, and I'm not a member there. I'm kind of a free member. And every now and then I'll meet someone. And if you go back to some of my previous podcasts, I met a lady from Bainbridge Island. And I talked about that story. And I met her on OkCupid. Okay I see that she's back on OkCupid, but I met a new lady that apparently moved back into the area from Texas by way of Kentucky a few years ago, and we chatted back and forth. She was intrigued. We agreed to meet. She's like 60 years old in my age grouping, I guess. We agreed to meet for happy hour, and she showed up looking very nice, uh, very cute. And we sat and chatted for a couple hours, enjoyed a bottle of wine. And afterwards, she gave me a big hug and a kiss and gave me her phone number and said, I'd love to see you again. I'm like, great. I'd like to see you again, too. So then I reached out to her, see if she wanted to get together. Maybe her and I just go on a walk in one of the public parks. Get to know each other a little bit more. And she was all excited about that, as was I. Then I get the text that says, hey, a friend of mine, 70 years old, just drove all the way up from Arizona. She's going to hang out with me for two or three days. I can't make that walk. Okay, that'll be fine. Uh, let's plan for another day. She's like, that's great. So then I reach out to her after that weekend and ask her if she's still interested in getting together. She says, yes, I am. Great. What days are you available to get together? Yeah, that was over a week ago. Haven't heard from her since. And I'm on the firm belief now is I'm not going to chase. I'll put in the effort initially. But if they don't show effort back, and that should go for you too, put in the initial effort. But if they don't show effort back, I'm not chasing. I'm going to try to attract best I can, even though what I'm attracting doesn't seem to really work for me. Maybe it's working for you. But I'm not going to blow up someone's phone wanting to know why they don't get back to me. They don't get back to us because they're no longer interested. They're not interested at all. So I haven't heard from her. And if I were to hear from her, chances are I'm probably not going to respond because that's just ridiculous. We teach people how to treat us. So if I respond, then it's telling her that she could disappear in a week or two and show back up and I'll be eager, eager to see her again. And that's just not the case. I don't have to be the one and only, but holy cow, you know, got to stay somewhat plugged in. And I think what happened 
is every time I got on to OkCupid, it'd show me that she was active on the site, and she found another shiny object to chase. That's fine. That's okay. Be upfront and honest about it. Hey, I'm meeting other people too. Okay, I understand that. So, so much for that. You know, it never, it never seems to fail for me anyway. That whenever I get excited about someone, they kind of disappear. Now, during that time frame, I was contacted by Talkify again. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y. And that's a matchmaking service I've talked about in the past. They had someone that they thought would be a perfect match for me based upon my profile. And they've updated my profile on a number of occasions about who I am, what I like, what my thoughts are in relationships, and, and all those things important. The area that I'd like to be in. And you get to talking, and they start to tell me that this lady's 60. Okay. She lives in Spokane, which is seven hours away from me. I don't think that's considered local. You guys might, but you know, I'm not 20, so I don't feel like driving seven hours to meet someone or see someone every now and then when they're seven hours away. That's to me, seems to be a challenge, yet I remained open. I was willing to at least have a Zoom, quote-unquote, date with this lady. So we get on the Zoom video, and she's a nice lady. She's got a great career. She's a psychiatrist, and I had to laugh because I remember a friend of mine years ago used to date a psychiatrist, and I used to tease him and say, well, the nice thing about that is you'll know when the date is over because she'll look at her watch and say, you know, I think our time's just about up now. <laughs> so I immediately started thinking that way when I was talking to her on Zoom. But her thought process was that she still had moved to Spokane. She still lived in Idaho. And she's leaving Idaho because she didn't believe in how people were approaching, the general public were approaching all the dynamics that's taking place in our world today and all the the things, the conflicts that we're all dealing with on a grander scale. So she's moving to Spokane where she felt that that was more friendly fire in the state of Washington versus the state of Idaho. We were so far apart on a political platform, I had to chuckle because I'm, I'm conservative. But my conservative thought process is, hey, whatever is best for everyone as a collective whole. I can lean a little to the left, and I can lean a little bit more to the right, or I like to stay in the middle. That Whatever collectively is good for everyone. But she is so far to the left that she's actually ingrained into the political arena by being an active participant with greater aspirations to go further up her political alignment. And that's fine. That's good for her. But it, it wouldn't fit well with me if I tried to date her and we had these far-reaching ideals of how we would like to see the country or local dynamics play out. So I feel like, sadly, the people that Talkify or any matchmaking company, they're, they're in sales. They're trying to get people matched up, and that's how they earn their keep. I get that. But they certainly could do a better job of matching people, in my opinion. And maybe they should look at, if someone says they're conservative, believe them. If they say they're liberal, believe them. You know, people tell us up front who they are, what they are. 
let's believe them and not pretend like we can scoot it underneath the rug. So, they, of course, they asked for my input afterwards, and I was kind and said, hey, look, I appreciate all the efforts for sure on everyone trying to get a connection. Nice lady, but we're so far apart on the political arena, uh, we just I just can't go there, let alone drive seven hours every now and then, every two or three weeks to see one another. Well, you know, I'm trying to find someone more local that I can actually... You know, like I'm going to a baseball game Monday night. I invited one of my friends. I'd rather have a date. But, I, you know, calling somebody up in Spokane and saying, hey, you want to go to a baseball game Monday night? Even if they wanted to, they'd have to leave Sunday night. You know, maybe that'd be all right. They'd come spend the night and then leave the next day. But they have a full-time job. They can't do that. That's unrealistic for me to have that kind of expectation. Nor if they had something they wanted me to attend, it'd be the same challenge for sure. So I'm not... And I'd be curious to hear from you folks, how many of you have done long-distance relationships and it's worked? I know my son and his wife made it work. I've got a couple of friends that did it made it work from Washington to Arizona, from Washington to Las Vegas. I guess it can happen. I'm just not sure it can happen for me that way. I will tell you kind of an interesting story of something that happened in the last few days, whereas I matched up with a lady on Match about two and a half, three years ago. I may have talked about it on a previous podcast. We went back and forth on several emails, and she was interested, I was interested. We actually took it to a phone call and talked for two and a half hours on the phone. I'd left the phone conversation thinking that we were going to connect again, and just like that, she disappeared. And I thought, okay, well, you know, it seems to be par for the course in this dating thing. But I always kind of, you know, seen her picture every now and then on Match when I was a member of Match. I thought, well, you know, sure would have been nice to know a little bit more about her and get to know her because we seem to have this nice connection anyway, at least initial interest. And she lives here part-time, lives in Arizona part-time. And I thought, that's fine. I live up here part-time, and I live in Arizona part-time myself. So, okay, well, that, that could work because go back and forth together. And I haven't heard from this lady in years, three years. And of course, in all fairness to her, when I first reached out to her, she'd been married for 32 years and her husband died of cancer. And and that was the love of her life. And they say that when you're in a long-term relationship, you're married, you need one month for every year you were together. So she needed 30 months to heal. And I've looked her up on Facebook a couple times and found her. I'm not a friend of hers. I see postings every now and then. And she actually posts things about her late husband and how much she misses him and stuff. As she should. She's got a grieving process she has to go through. But when I first met her back three years ago, she was on match because her friends were trying to push her out of the grieving process. And it was just too soon. I knew it, you know, when I chatted with her that it's too soon. She needs time to heal and work through this because if not, then I'll just be the rebound guy. Once she gets feeling good, then she'll think, oh, now it's time to go out and meet other people. So it's just as well that didn't happen. But (laughs) I had, I was shocked the other day because, yeah, I'm still on Bumble and I'm still on Tinder. And I'm on Bumble and I'm swiping left, swiping right. You know, the same old deal. And up pops her profile. I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? I'm still intrigued. I'm still interested. Do I swipe right? 
She disappeared on me three years ago. Maybe it's because she still is mourning her husband. Maybe she found somebody else. Who knows? But I thought, well, this is interesting. Isn't this interesting? So I went ahead and swiped right. And as you know, on Bumble, if there's a match, then the women have to initiate the, the conversation, not the men. And so I went ahead and swiped right, and I thought, okay, well, this would be interesting to see if I hear from her, because maybe it's the universe telling me that we're supposed to connect again. I don't know. So sure enough, later that day, I got a, a, an email from her on Bumble, and she doesn't really remember our conversation three years ago, because I, I shared with her that, hey, we actually met, chatted three years ago, da-da-da, and she apologized for not remembering. Back then, everything was a blur, and I get all that. But the fact is we connected again. The fact is we're having a conversation again because she happens to be up here in the Seattle area right now visiting family and friends. So we're going to try to connect while she's in town and get together, and who knows where that might lead us. But I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. I don't really have high, high, high expectations, especially after this last lady in OK Cupid. And this last possibility with, you know, Talkify. And, and I'm on Talkify. And they'll, they'll reach out again, I'm sure. I mean, they tried to match me up with someone I talked about a few weeks ago up in a neighborhood called Edmonds, which is about a half hour from where I live. And that lady initially was interested. And then all of a sudden, her interest level went way down. And that happens. I get it. So I ended up saying, look, this lady keeps changing the schedule, and I'm out. Either she's interested in meeting or she's not. We can at least do a Zoom meeting. It can't be that much of a, a challenge to do that. And she wasn't up for that either. So it's like, well, you know, I haven't got time for this. i got other things to do. You know, i got my life, as boring as it is. Uh, and I spend time with my grandkids when I get the chance and play golf when I get the chance. So I'm not going to stop completely and wait for someone to show up to my front door tell me i'd love to hear from you folks i haven't heard from anyone in a while i'd love to hear from a few more folks here listening on some of your successes some of your gas pains so to speak of people you met and then they disappeared on you or, or people that have treated you badly and you continued to stay in it and then finally woke up just getting out of it I know the one lady I chatted about several weeks ago, I keep running into the same message over and over and over again about narcissistic people to the point that where I thought maybe I was narcissistic. So I did a narcissistic test thinking, okay, well, let me see if it's me. Maybe I'm the problem. And I'm three narcissistic tendencies out of 40. And I don't see myself that way, not with the things I do, the things I try to do for people and help people. Always willing to listen. I don't blame others for my shortcomings. I don't blame others for anything other than their behavior, and I don't blame. I actually have discussions about it because I want clarification. In the book, The Four Agreements, it says 95% of all assumptions never come true. Yet we have the right to ask questions to get clarification as opposed to making assumptions. And so I kind of I, I abide by that guide of the four agreements. And the four agreements also says to always do your very best. Don't gossip. In other words, be good with your word, right? So that's I try to work on those myself to keep myself in check. But after a while, when people continue to treat you badly, for me, I have to sit back and say, why? Why, are they, why do these 
same people keep showing up. So I have to see what I'm manifesting in a way because I'm, as much as I enjoy doing these podcasts, I'd rather be talking about the fun I'm having with dating someone and some of the silliness that we go through in our d- dating escapade. But I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm t- I can't even get excited anymore because if I do, then something happens and then they disappear. So I began to think that maybe the rest of my journey in this crazy life of mine will be a journey that'll just be me. And I have to I have to own that and know that that's the possibility is that I'm just going to finish this journey being a single man, maybe in the Seattle area, maybe in the Phoenix area, maybe I'll live outside the country. Right now, my grandkids love being with me, love hanging out with me. I enjoy seeing them grow into miniature adults, so to speak, but it's fun to see them grow in a lot of different ways in their their ability to do things, their confidence levels, all those things. is kind of fun to see the world through their eyes. And so maybe that's where I'm headed. I'm just supposed to do that and move forward. The one thing I have decided, and something for each and every one of you to think about, is that I have to really set in stone that I need to find someone that's my equal or someone I can level up to a little bit. And I'm not looking for someone to... to 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 help me get to the next level. I need somebody at a little higher level that I can get to their level as opposed to I tend to attract people that are are not even at my level and they actually need my help. They need my help to get to the next level as opposed to helping themselves get to the next level. I want to be with someone that's kind of in the same place I am emotionally, physically, financially, maturity, family-wise, but yet that seems to be such a, a moving yardstick for me as it might be for others. I mean, we got to have some similarities. A friend of mine that lives in Sun Valley, it took him many girlfriends and many tries, but he's got someone that's his equal on a, so many different levels. Their beliefs, their financial situation, their physical attributes in terms of their hiking, their skiing, their biking... Their, their physicalness, sexually, they, they match in so many ways. It's it's like, he says, it's, it's just a perfect fit. And it took a while for him to get there, but he certainly got there quicker than I did. And he's never been online. He just meets people. Or in how he met this lady, he was introduced to her by an ex-girlfriend. Well, good for him. I've got plenty of ex-girlfriends. If any of you are listening out there, uh, please feel free to refer someone my way. I'll do the same for you. Anyway, I hope you guys are having a great week. It's kind of a slow week. I think people are starting to go back to school, going on vacation before the Labor Day weekend. I'm not sure, but it's uh, certainly quiet in my part of town. Please feel free to email me at datingfunnies, D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Happy to, 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 to talk about your stories. I don't use people's names. I only talk about stories and situations that have happened to me, to other people. And also, if you want to be a, a live contributor to my podcast, meaning that uh, we'll do a Zoom call where we'll talk about your situation and put it on the podcast to share it with our listeners, I'm welcome to have guest speakers too. I've had a few, as you know. Uh, it's certainly open to see who else is out there and what their situations are and and, uh, and if you're willing to, sh- to share those stories, good, bad, funny, or sad, we'd love to, to hear about it because there's many of us out there that uh, 
maybe don't believe that these type of stories exist when they really do. And many of us that maybe need a little help hearing it from someone they've never met to realize, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I'm going through right now, or this is exactly what just happened to me the other day. How do I handle this? You know, I want, I'd like to publish more funny stuff. I guess dating is kind of funny in a way. Uh, I went to a meetup last week and there weren't too many funny stories. They were pretty much the same repetitious stories that uh, I had to laugh about because I've talked about it before. So please feel free to reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to share your stories. If nothing else, maybe it's something new I haven't heard about, something I can learn from too uh, as, as I continue to try to meet people. Enough talking for today. Thanks for listening to all the people that have been listening for a while. And any new listeners, welcome to my podcast. I'm on all the podcast channels, so I really appreciate everyone that's following me and all the new listeners that keep coming on board. Thank, thank you so much. Again, this is Dating Funnies. Have a great week. Much success in your efforts to find and date someone that you can have fun with. Have a great week.